Drive Time on RT Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Protect your family's future with life cover from Zurich. Talk to a financial broker to find out more. Patients are being left with life-threatening complications after undergoing uh, weight loss surgery abroad and doctors are now warning people that there are no quick fixes on this one. Experts are urging patients to do their due diligence and not be lured by cheap discounts, pressing people not to travel to Turkey for the procedure. Professor Don Lochet joins us on the programme alongside Susie Burney, Chair of the Irish Coalition for People Living with Obesity in Ireland. You're both very welcome to the programme. Uh, I might come to you, uh, Professor Don Lochet, first of all. What are doctors seeing then as patients return? Uh, Well, what we're seeing is people who've gone to have an operation that they know is potentially very good for their health, uh, but because it's unavailable or uh, limited availability in Ireland, they have felt the need to source it abroad and increasingly have been going to the place you'll get it done cheapest um, as opposed to uh, researching the the, the place they go to. And and people have been offered, if you bring a friend, you get 50% off, um, have, you know, your teeth done, for 50% at the same time as you have your obesity surgery. Um, and, and once you express an interest, these facilities are very good at chasing you up very aggressively. And what we're seeing back uh, is a lot of these places, in, in uh, while some are good, many take shortcuts with the procedure they do. And, and, and they will that, hold off to, to on a, an additional couple of sutures or staples. And as a result patients are running into trouble and we're seeing uh, in St. Vincent's where I work and Professor Heenan is on the surgical side we're seeing this uh, patients coming in every week with complications. Okay and what are the complications then because it really strikes me that the words or the marketing phrases you use there bring a friend or 50% off or get your teeth done and get bariatric surgery as well it certainly doesn't sound like the type of marketing associated with serious surgery that we use here in Ireland. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's uh, thankfully it's unthinkable in, in the Irish context. And, and, you know, I think the Medical Council would be taking a very dim, poor view of that uh, kind of marketing. But it's common uh, through the private centres in, in Europe. And if you hold back on the number of sutures or staples that you use when you're uh, kind of putting two parts of the intestine together, you're going to have leaks and you're going to have weak joints, and that's what we're seeing mostly. But there's also the longer-term complications of individuals who aren't prepared for how tough the 18 months after the surgery is and and the need to comply with kind of uh, daily vitamins and minerals uh, because, you know, there is no quick fix, and the surgery is not a quick fix, um, and, and people need to understand that. And the kind of narrative out there, especially with this kind of celebrity explosion in people promoting the use of weight loss medication, is that, uh, you know, there is a quick fix. And you'll talk to Susie shortly. There's no quick fix. And when people are allured by this or enticed by this uh, type of marketing and the quick fix sell, they they obviously don't go through the process required emotionally and intellectually to bring them to a point to follow on post-operative procedures and so on. Yeah, we've had, you know, one patient who ran into trouble and 
He had his surgery at half ten on a Sunday night uh, in a warehouse district of um, somewhere outside the capital of Turkey. Uh, no safe procedure, no planned procedure will ever happen uh, at half ten on a Sunday night uh, outside of a healthcare setting. I mean, it's, it's, it's unthinkable, but people are desperate and people are desperate because the surgery is a very good treatment for obesity. We just need more of it to be available in Ireland so people don't have to take those desperate measures. Well, uh, stay with me, Donald, if you can. Susie uh, Bernie, you're chair of the Irish Coalition for People Living with Obesity in Ireland. You've heard of these cases as well and, and the complications people are experiencing uh, after they come home from, from this type of surgery. I have indeed, unfortunately. And and just to pick up on some points there about, you know, saying about people need to do their due diligence. The problem here is that many people think they have done their due diligence and that they're basing their decisions on what they see others put on social media. The problem we know is that not everybody puts the full truth on social media and they don't put up stories like that. They may have had to follow up with having, say, a seroma drained after they come home and they put the lovely before and after pictures of how well they've done and, and that is misleading. So this is not about judging anybody who goes abroad Mm -hmm. for surgery. It's just that they're very much misled um, and they may not think that they know that they may not know everything that is involved for the post-op care. Um, I think there's two lots of people here we need to understand is that there's those who need surgery because their their health is impacted by their weight. Mm -hmm. And they may have gone through the Irish system and are on the waiting list a long time and they don't take that decision lightly to have surgery. But there's also those who have less amount of weight to lose and they see it as a quick fix option and nobody talks about the problems when they come home unfortunately because the stigma that's involved with this and it really is quite difficult can we talk about uh, those people who are on the waiting list because they their weight is impacting their health as you say why would they not if, if it's the i don't know if this is the right word to use but if it's a, the, the wiser option to wait why would they not wait for surgery susie here I I think that's because people maybe don't understand how hard it is to live with obesity when it's uh, affecting your life daily. Um, Quite a lot of us have not shared until in the last few years since we've had campaigns. And as ICPO, our organization, we try and encourage people to share their stories because we hide it and we don't say how hard it is. You're often in pain daily. You know, you can't find clothes to fit. You don't get job promotions. There, There is a multitude of barriers for you living with obesity in your daily life. And there's even actually self-stigma that a lot of people who live with excess weight don't even want to understand that it is obesity. They don't like the word obesity and it takes a long time for them to look for care and treatment. So I think it's that it's very difficult. And when you've decided you've had enough and you're at your wit's end and you can't you can't play with your kids, you can't do what you want to do on a daily basis, then you're enticed. And when you're enticed, it's because the aggressive marketing makes it look so lucrative and easy. Uh, and do. also, uh, am I right in saying that when, when you come to that point, you, you look at your options here in Ireland and you see a lengthy waiting list and, and a wait of some duration? You do, but we do also see people who have private health insurance who say they don't want to wait the year it takes to to go through the criteria. And I think often the criteria is seen as, like we see posts from people writing in the support group saying, um, it's so expensive here in Ireland, but you get such high quality treatment abroad. 
Well, that's kind of offensive to our very high quality, um, you know, healthcare providers here. The problem here is access. It's not the quality of care when you get it. But I think we see that there is a strong push for people to go abroad. We've heard some stories and I have to say, this is just what I hear. I do, obviously don't have the, the direct experience, but we have heard that these clinics will sue people if they put a bad review on their Facebook pages. We've heard of people like that going for dental procedures, offered bariatric information, but basic bariatric information. Um, every person who we know of who has gone abroad that has spoken to us about their experiences has offered to be a representative to get a cash incentive to refer somebody else. And we've also heard that their pouch is made smaller, because they will have more weight loss, which is in itself an advertisement of how good this procedure is. So then somebody's neighbour and friend and work colleague says, how did you lose so much weight? Oh, you had surgery abroad. I might look into that. Yeah. So there's all of these complications coming through. My God, you explain it so well and instinctively as a layperson who does no expertise in this area, instinctively you know what you're saying there is completely uh, wrong, Susie. Can I ask you finally, Don Loche, uh, about the complications once more? Um, are, are they really life-threatening as reported? Oh, I mean, look, we know people have died um, uh, abroad immediately having had the surgery from immediate complications and... Uh, several times each week now in most hospitals that are on acute call, patients are being admitted uh, with what's called uh, an, a surgical emergency, which is an acute abdomen where their, uh, their abdominal cavity is infected uh, uh, as a result of a leak, um, as a result of a shortcut. You know, so this operation done well in a good centre is safe and incredibly effective. But there is the stigma that Susie has talked about. And, you know, I've had two uh, medical colleagues who I've encouraged to have the operation because it's so good. They both had gone on to have the operation, but neither of them have spoken to family or colleagues about it. Yeah, and uh, that's very instructive, it, I must say, you know, uh, if, if they're medical colleagues. Uh, they should, you'd imagine they should be uh, more willing to, to talk, but that's not the case. Can I, can I put two quick... The stigma. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand the, the point you're making. Can I put two very quick points to you, Donald, before we finish? Chris says, what about the cross-border initiative? Uh, you can go up north of the UK, no? Uh, cross-border initiative uh, you can use for procedures that are not available in Ireland. And the surgery is available in Ireland, but not at, uh, you know, if you like, enough of a, of a waiting time. And we have supported people who, who go that route and look to go that route because we want more people to have more access to the surgery. And what about the public waiting list for this operation here? How long is it? Uh, so at the moment it's too long. Now the government has committed and the Department of Health committed to building up to 1,200 obesity operations per year over the next three years and we hope to get to 400 this year, uh, 800 next year and then 1,200 a year uh, thereafter. And that's a massive step forward, but currently, unfortunately, the waiting time for surgery is close to four years. That's way uh, too long. A listener says, and I might ask you to, to respond to this, Susie, um, I'm obese with uh, an eating disorder. The treatment in Ireland can be judgmental. 
That's a big question to answer because everybody has a totally different experience for what treatment they get. But can, this is just a very important uh, point I'd like to make there about the cross-border directive that please, anybody who's thinking of going that route to be very careful because we see this in the groups that when you fill those forms out, you have to have the criteria exact that it's to do with, say, like if you go for your appointment, it has to be done before or after you travel or there is many people who think they're covered by the cross-border and then when they come back and they put the forms in, they're told, no, sorry, you didn't answer question 12 correctly. And they are left with the full cost of having borrowed for surgery. So if anybody is thinking of the cross-border, please, please ensure that you read and know how those forms have to be filled out, because this is something we're seeing also in the support groups. Okay, so uh, beware, beware for uh, this type of surgery, bariatric surgery uh, and weight loss surgery abroad, especially do your due due diligence is the uh, the advice. Susie Burney, chair of the Irish Coalition for People Living with Obesity. Uh, thank you very much indeed. And also Professor Donal O'Shea, HSE lead for obesity. Thank you as well.